Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in today. Did you know there's a few different ways you can support us? We have a really cool Patreon page that has some great perks for contributing. Also, we have four sweet shirt designs currently up on our Store Envy page. Both links will be in the description below. And no matter how you choose to support us, we are so grateful to have you on board. Enjoy the show. What is up, Holgamaniacs? And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Big Boys and Body Slams. We're happy to have you. My name is Zach. Over here we got Kyle. Wow, we switched it around today. Keeping Luke on his feet. And Luke. The following program is rated TVMA. Viewer discretion is advised. V- viewer discretion is strongly so advised. This was the first pay-per-view we watched that it had that little blurb before. And God damn it, I was hype. Well, before we get into the show, we I got to do my little house cleaning to start with. No shirts this week. So, Greg, Dakota, all you fans, probably get into it and get some more. Did Nolan Crit- end up buying one? No, Nolan hasn't bought one yet, Nolan. Mm, I think Ryan even promised to. Jordan Richardson promised to. Jordan, not, not to throw We are, are name-dropping oh, people I'm calling tonight. Nolan out right now. Nolan, we were discussing how great Dang. Aaron Rodgers is today, and we were we had each other's back. And you, haven't and you a don't have a shirt on, our, on your back. Yeah. yeah, come on, man. Also, you can find us on SoundCloud and Apple, Apple Podcast yep. and Google Play and Sometimes YouTube, depends if Zach updates it, but not Spotify. Who um, we pretty much have an ongoing rivalry with at this point. Yeah, and we got, I'm coming for you, brother. There's real heat, and you so clip the time. hell out of that we mic. Need to, I think we need to uh, start a promo, cut a promo on over on Spotify. Spotify. So I don't know what's going oh, on there. Yeah, Spotify, yeah. brother. I'm going to come and uh, it's time to start the podcast. Before we get started, one, <laughs> one, one a, other what thing. What a promo. Oh, uh, I have one other thing, too. We hope you'll join us this Sunday, because we will be coming to you live and in color we're bringing, we're bringing, uh, post TLC because WWE TLC is, is uh, this Sunday and we'll be going live soon after and don't worry for those of you who tuned in last time we have a camera operator this time who will ensure that the camera side audio and video and everything is looking crisp sounding good and everything's going to be Shit's A-okay work. on that hey. end. That's right. And our camera operator has been on the uh, set for such shows as Z Nation and things like that so we actually might know what he's doing. Also uh Patreon plug for the dollar tier. We're gonna have a rest of December special. Mm. If you if you just do the dollar for a couple months, help mm. us out a little bit. We will do your favorite match. That's right. We're let's let's get some Patreon. All it takes is a dollar a month. Yep. You are supporting this yep. podcast. One, one dollar. We we have to do what? Well, they'll tell us what their favorite match is, and we'll go watch it. And we're gonna review that shit. Yeah, we'll do the we'll what do the fair deal. match. What a deal. Yeah, just a match. And yeah. uh, we'll, and we'll, hey, if you we'll want to go hi- if you want to go higher, we'll do a special show for you. Let us know. Plus, it's a dollar. I'll buy you a damn McChicken. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's get into today. I think now it's time. We are looking at probably our first proper ECW show. That was, Extreme. That was requested by Jesse of the Quesadilla Factory. Yes, and uh, this Love you. this was. Like I said, pretty much the first proper ECW show, and this is Heat Wave from 1999. Um, proper might not be a word to use for some of the show, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, certainly, certainly oh, not. It's, which we'll uh, it's get into. ECW in its purest so, form. Going into the show, um, I know you two were both kind of um, big ECW fans growing up, and I was never so much. Not that I was, not that I'm brand new to the product, but a lot of my exposure came from just renting videotapes, and I never really followed ECW. Uh, very much so this was kind of 
probably the first show I've ever seen front to back. Well, I was always an ECW fan when I was in my like beginning teens, so I, and like preteens because I had DVDs, I had tapes yeah. and stuff, but I never really watched it on TV. Um, when I watched wrestling at a young age, it was usually with my cousins when they'd come over and watch pay per views and stuff, and usually they were watching WCW and WWF pay per views. Um, from what I remember. And I don't really remember a whole lot. So a lot of the stuff we see is stuff that I have not seen for a long time. Well, and that's the thing, too, is I've also... DVDs have been my main exposure. I mean, ECW shut down in 2001, and I was six, you know? I so was ten. I, I feel embarrassed to, to say that, like it's even my fault. But I've seen... Most of the ECW stuff I've seen has, you know, been a match, like matches here and there. Exactly. As well as um, I've seen, like, barely legal... I've, the earlier, like, extreme championship wrestling stuff I've seen front to back. And I think the WWE did a really good job in the mid-2000s of releasing DVDs. Like, they had yes. ECW's bloodiest yes. matches. And stuff like that where you could really kind of meet ECW and kind of get to know it a little bit better. Because you can't blame, like, we're 10, we're 6 at this time. We're not out there looking for extreme championship wrestling. We're just looking for Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan and those guys. Something to remember, too, even if we were of age, right? Um, In this show, they specifically say that they're about to get, they're about to go on TNN. Their first 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 national deal. They did have a cable deal like locally, Mm -hmm. like in the Philadelphia and all that area. And that's where a lot of people got their ECW exposure. But this was before their first, like the next Friday or something, they were going to be on TNN, their first national cable deal. So we, in Washington, we might not even even been able to see it anyway. Right. That's 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 a very good point. Well, with all that being said, should we get right into the show? Let's do oh, it. Let's do it. First thing I noticed right off the bat, uh, this has nothing to do with the show itself, but what was going on with those WWE Network timestamps for this show? Oh, I, I <laughs> they was were wondering all that too. Over the place. They yeah, gotta just go like back the to the second archives. half of the show was just, just like one. Whoop. I was like, "There's no way there's a match that's that's this long in this show." Just I was really I confused. Was kind of funny. Uh, but but you know what? There were a lot you, of promo work too, though. Right, yeah, but usually, usually they have the little dots, the gray and red dots around that stuff, you know. But there's some WCW shows that don't, don't have, have no anything, dots at yeah. all. And I think actually last week might have not had any dots. I don't believe it did. The older shows usually. Um, yeah. So uh, the show itself actually started off in a pretty unique way as well where, you know, typically you have a video <laughs> package or a cut straight to the announcers. But what we got was several promos. Basically, anybody who's going to be involved in a match on the card cut a promo uh, uh, against their enemies. And this would include Taz, uh, who buried Tajiri. Then we had Danny Doring uh, with... Um, his partner Roadkill yep and, and wait who are they with Miss Congeniality who's a young Lita a very young Lita, Lita. also Taz looked great and he, oh, he hit did. you with and the classic run beat me if you can survive if I let you yep and yep. just buried buried to Jerry Jason got a promo well, you, uh, Nova and Chetty were after uh, oh yeah Nova, Nova and, and Chetty and then Jason and the Dudleys buried uh, Balls Mahoney and they pushed Joel Gertner into a wall yeah uh, that was kind of <laughs> rude uh, then Steve Carino with Tajiri and Rhino and uh, uh, Jack Vic, Jack Victory Jack oh, Victory yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who was in a, in a wheelchair bound and then Lance Storm uh, cuts a promo with Just Incredible by his side, and I believe Don Marie was there. Yes, Don Marie was and there. And then Jerry Lynn cuts a promo, buries pretty much everybody, and then RVD is there as well with Bill Alfonso. And then Sabu shows up, drops an F-bomb right off the bat. So He's you know really what, mad. So you know what kind of show this is going to be. Um, and then there is the um, in the ECW intro, just the standard ECW intro. Did you like begins. that? The way the show started? Yeah. Um. Kind of, I th- I liked the idea of it. It's it's very old school, right? Like it's a very old school thing to open a show that way. 
Um, I thought maybe it went a little bit too long. That's sure. how I feel. Um, sure, but I, I like the idea, and it's just something different, you know. I, I really would have liked them for that. I really would have liked it if they just did the Taz one and quit there. I, maybe the Taz one, and maybe the RVD because that was, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so those two, but you did. They did too many. I agree. So I mean, the thing that we're not really mentioning here is this opening whole bit. Uh, probably had like a five dollar production cost. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, it's classic Zach, ECW like backstage back backyard so wrestling. Literally like today's today's high school. Like if you're doing a video project in high school, that's the quality you'd come up with. I feel like a lot of, I mean, I loved them. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely loved it because this is ECW man. Right. They worked on ECW, pennies. You know, ECW is the punk rock of yeah, the yeah the underground the wrestling world. They worked on punk. pennies, but I mean, I. I, I <laughs> It was it was pretty cheesy and some of the acting like when Sabu just all of a sudden runs in and uh, starts well, like accosting be, RVD. He wanted to be Rob's partner, not Jerry Lynn, dude. But he had his yeah. he had his uh, his uh, his oh. credentials revoked by oh, the, oh, oh, the uh, commission. Fonzie, baby, I'm so excited. You know I'm a Bill Alfonso. You have you've been begging for some Bill Alfonso. Yes, and, he, and he's wearing the at first I thought because he's wearing the ECW TV title. Uh huh. And it, I don't know why, but <laughs> I legit I was like, no way, because <laughs> that's RBD. something ECW would do. Oh, like, definitely. Um, and then oh, I forgot one thing before the ECW intro. Joey Styles is in the ring to welcome everybody to the show. They're in uh, Ohio, somewhere in Ohio. Dayton. Dayton. Yeah, I was gonna say Dayton. Dayton. Um, and then the show starts. Hella echo in the mic. By the I way, I know. I know. He literally Joey Styles sounds like he's screaming into a Walmart intercom. <laughs> they they did. T- uh, take care of it throughout the show. I thought their audio production was actually. I thought their audio production was okay for the most part. You okay? Yep. Okay. Can I continue? Yep. Okay. Uh, so the first match we get is Danny Doring and Roadkill. Amish Roadkill. Uh, yes, Amish Roadkill, uh, accompanied by Miss Congeniality, who, as we said earlier, is a very young uh, Lita. Against Nova and Chris Chetty, who are kind of uh, Chris Chetty's being built up as this like amateur wrestling superstar, and then he comes out dancing and, up a storm. And Nova's trying not to be a comedy act anymore. It's yeah, kind of what. So Nova's trying to be him. more serious, but here comes Chetty to well, kind of ruin the ruin that uh, plan. Uh, whose cousin was he? Is that Rob Van Dam's cousin that they were saying? Well, I have no idea. Can't remember. It was it was oh, no, Taz's cousin, I think. Might be. Chris Chetty was supposed to be Taz's cousin was what Joey Styles was Put that in your Google saying. machine. And, uh, sorry. And uh, Chetty was apparently before this, not this game, like he was super shy and all that. And now all of a sudden he knows He's his shit don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to say there's a little bit of foreshadowing by Joey Styles because when, when Miss Congeniality comes out, he says something along the lines of, well, I wonder if she's just eye candy or if she can actually wrestle. Turns and out. And you know, Joey, she ended up being one Dude, hell of a worker. Wrestle. So how is wrestling so like, what was the word? I Oh, prophetic. Like, the, how many shows now have we done where there's just straight foreshadowing? Oh, of, yeah. Like last week with uh, Alex Wright and mm-hmm. uh, Triple H or Paul Levesque, whatever. Jean-Paul Levesque. So, like, there's so many weird quotes like that. Yeah, totally. I mean, granted, they always build up people like well, that. Well, I was going to say, I think one thing is, like, usually when these companies give somebody a shot, they have a lot of faith in them. Mm-hmm. So, even if the faith runs out... You know, they, they probably are dropping yeah. seeds of that person being good eventually. Chris um, Chetty is the cousin of Taz. Okay, cool. Taz, interesting. So before the match starts, uh, Chris, uh, I'm sorry, not Chris, Danny Doring is in the ring and he's uh, cutting a promo on uh, on Miss um, Congeniality. Uh, the crowd doesn't like it. I noticed right away, classy, classy Dayton. There's an I want your panties sign right in the front row. I saw that too. For, for, and they uh, start Ms. chanting, shut the fuck up when he's talking. Shut the fuck up. Uh, she's got herpes chant directed towards Miss Congeniality. She's a crack whore chant directed to Miss Congeniality. Mm-hmm. Congeniality. Anyways, the segment ends when uh, Doring gets down on one knee and proposes uh uh, congeniality, Miss Congeniality says yes, but proposes, then okay, go ahead. Uh, but then 
the uh, ring cannot be produced. They can't find a ring. So they use the next best thing, which is a condom. And <laughs> uh, that happened. And then um, the match starts after uh, Nova and Chris Chetty make their entrance. With no bell. No bell. I noticed that, too. The match just got, That was also the case with the Taz match, I believe, too. No, no there is literally bell no bell the until match. the main event. Really? I, I kept track. <laughs> there was it, no bell. Uh, Go ahead. So then, right off the bat, Nova attacks both men as the match starts. Uh, Road kills in. There's a double team to Nova, and then some more, and then there's a big splash, uh, and then uh, Nova gets a near fall after that, and then uh, Dorian comes in. There's a leg sweep to Nova, a springboard leg drop by Roadkill, which was very was nicely dope, done. dope, dude. Yes, yeah, that was, was. awesome. Um, and then uh, after a tag there, uh, there's a delayed sidewalk slam to Nova, and then Dorian comes back in. There's an elbow for a near fall. Nova fights back, hits... Uh, uh, like a twin DDT, a stunner DDT, a stunner combo. DDT combo, so cool. It was really nice uh, by Nova, and then all four men at this point are brawling. There's a monkey flip into a double clothesline by Chetty, also dope. Which was re- there were a lot of they innovative were, spots. They in this were match. doing some cool stuff. They were uh, just throughout this whole match. They were running around and just having a good old. It was like time. Indie, indie wrestling. Was it fine. was just trying to be different. I mean, in a lot of ways, this kind of planted the seeds for the indie movement. I guess yes. you could say. Yes. Uh, and it's very evident just with who's on this card. If you look at somebody like Steve Carino, who would of course move on to be a Ring of Honor legend, uh, you know, from the the ashes of ECW so you can definitely see that style kind of start here there's a figure four to roadkill which gets broken up a double springboard moonsault and then from Chetty to Doring and then he stops the match for a dance break at this point there was also a blue thunder bomb right before that oh I missed that I missed that uh yeah, and then there's a dance break, uh, and that was pretty funny. And then Miss Congeniality gets in on that, starts grinding on uh, Chetty. Nova gets in the ring. He does not think this is a very good idea. And then Congeniality has a sudden change of heart and smacks Chetty, uh, and then she gets Death Valley Driver for her troubles. She it had goes a name. To, the move had a she name. She goes to I, smack uh, Nova. Goes to smack Nova. Oh, yeah, Nova moves right. out of the way. Hits and Chetty. Hits Chetty and, who and picks Chetty, her up. <laughs> Chetty barely gets hit, too. Like, yeah. it's just a glance, and he's just like, fucking, I'm, it was I'm dropping her. She gets Death Valley Drivered, and uh, she's dead. And then Doring takes out both men, and there's a Kryptonite crutch to Doring, and then there's an Amity Hillville Horror to Roadkill, which are each man's respective finishing move. Uh, and then there's a leg drop splash combo uh, by um, Chetty and Nova, and that is the match. Chetty and Nova win the match. I thought this was a pretty solid opener. I had a lot of fun with it. I give it 3.25 stars. Kyle? Yeah. You don't have anything to... uh, I was hoping you'd have something to say here. When uh, Chris Chetty easily just dumps roadkill. What? You don't have anything to say? Oh, yeah. Are you surprised that uh, Chetty lifted roadkill? The tiny man. (laughs) It was like a big maneuver, too. That was the... uh, the, What was it called? I I said it, but I just went right past it. Oh, why, why would I have something to say? You should be the one. The man. kryptonite. The crypt- I, was, kryptonite I was hoping someone was going to pitch me shit for that. Oh. But there's a few times in this show where little guys are just True. manhandling big True. guys. Uh, what did you guys think of the match? Um, I also gave it three and a quarter stars. I thought it was such a hot opener. Um, I've never really seen a lot of Doring, Chetty, and Roadkill. Um, I've seen a little bit, but wow, they impressed me in this match. I mean, we've all seen Nova right. um, as you know the BWO Simon, guy and Simon, and Simon Dean, Dean. So. Yeah. Um, three, three and a quarter. I thought there was a really, really hot opener, and I think all guys did really well, and Lita did too. I have a feeling that I'm going to be a lot closer to you guys in ratings. So okay. I think I think we've kind of gotten on the same page. Okay. Because once again, we're all watching it separately. But I give it three and a quarter. Awesome. Um, there was just some incredible wrestling. Uh, we kind, I mean, we've already kind of talked about it with that indie movement of just trying to be different, just mm-hmm. trying to put on different moves and so innovative the double ddt stunner was crazy i know so many innovative like you said moves um very goofy it was just super goofy as kind of the rest of this pay-per-view is for the most part for sure um i mean they stopped for a dance party lita who just got 
who just said yes to a condom proposal is now <laughs> dancing with the the opposition um which by the way she was like rocking like a like a workout two yeah. piece or something yeah. I, mean, I mean young lita oh she my, looked great oh my current day <sighs> current day lita come on oh, all, yes. all lita. <laughs> yes yes still my favorite. amy dumas <gasps> anyway um and yeah so i gave it three and a quarter i thought it was a great opener Awesome. And then after that, we get a kind of a flashback to previous television where Taz challenges Tajiri to a title match and then Steve Carino interrupts. And then it turns out Tajiri was paid off by Steve Carino to beat up Taz. And that leads to... Bro, you're you're really just going to skim by that. <laughs> Did I miss something important? Well, we're, it's like... Um, it's like slow motion in a way. Yes, but what was that? Danny? It Dorman felt like it'd take forever. No, who was that, who's that with Tajiri? Uh, it's Carino. Carino. Carino comes up. Carino comes out and you know talks about how, how foul-mouthed and dirty... Uh, you know, Taz is talking, and the crowd is, and then Taz proceeds to cuss and they rattle and off for like seven seconds straight. Beep. It's just, bop, 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 bop. yeah, God, uh, wow, that was similar to his music, actually. Steve Carino's <laughs> role in the show was like the straight man. To he, he was like he was the he was the amateur wrestler who didn't want to be in the extreme shit. He was basic. It seems to me they based the character off Kurt Angle. Yeah, yep. I could see it. Yep, because and, Kurt Angle was like, "Oh, I don't want to be here." And kind of, I think they kind of stole what I think we kind of forget about. Remember that WWF relationship with ECW in like '96? Mm-hmm. Um, Lawler sent Scorpio over. Yeah, and Lawler Lawler would literally came into Hammerstein once and was just you know talking about extremely, extremely crappy, crappy wrestling, wrestling and how trashy yep. it was. I feel like. Uh, Carino steals a Feeding lot from that. that. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, definitely. I see it was that. effective, especially later on, which we'll get to. Um, so up next, uh, we go from that to an uh, intergender match, which is going to be Jason, who I had to double check was not Buff Bagwell. He is not. <laughs> uh, against Jazz, a young Jazz. I also do want to point out just the production quality because in that t- in that Taz like flashback, there was no intro from Joey it Styles. It was just like there was no outro from yeah, Joey Styles. It was just there was an intro. Because oh, he was like, let's take a look at what happened last week. Okay. But then it was just complete unaltered footage, and the frame rate was struggling. It yes. was like 20 frames yes. a second, and it was stuttering, and it was like a, a seven-minute clip, and then they just went, and they're like, all right, let's move on. Yeah, and uh, so Joey Styles, you'll see in this, because obviously watch this pay-per-view, but he, he calls moves. Um, but besides that, like during promos and stuff, he just like has snide commentary. Like he doesn't he doesn't talk a lot. He just has like little one liners here and there where he's just dissing them. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. But it's just kind of it, it's totally different from any play by player used. Oh to. yeah, and later on when we get when we'll get to him. But uh, I loved the dynamic that he and uh, Don Callis had with each and other. Cyrus and Cyrus. Yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, so yeah, we get an intergender match here. So in a way, ECW kind of is ahead of their time. And, yes, and yes. some of the stuff. Whereas they're actually letting. They already beat up Lita. I mean, yeah, Lita and, got and, dropped. And this was not. Um, we rarely get intergender matches in today's WWE, but even when we do, they tend to come off as like comedic or one-sided. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of Becky Lynch and Ellsworth uh, from last year, where you know Ellsworth. Got Ellsworth squashed. didn't even get a punch in. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, this was a legitimate wrestling match. Yeah, more or so, less. So to, so to speak. Yeah. Um, Jazz is jacked. As yeah, always. let's get into it. And yeah, by the way, Jason, if you don't know who he is, look him up because he could be but he could be Buff Bagwell's stunt double. It yep. was it was it was like he's a, less tone. He's yeah, a very generic. Yeah. Um, he looks to me as a very generic like creator wrestler. Yeah, yes. I can see it. That that you like you started to try to create Buff Bagwell on like WWF Attitude, and then you got bored of it <laughs> and just just left the yeah. the creator wrestler there. Yeah, I can see it. Should we get into this match? Yes, please. Um, so right off the bat, Jazz is trying to clothesline Jason. He's not having any of it, and then she tries for a crossbody, but he catches her and slams her down. Then there's a scoop slam by Jazz, uh, which a the big crowd the slam. crowd bit on that they were that that got over uh there's a crossbody for a near fall and a, a springboard crossbody springboard that she crossbody. flew she flew on dude that the yeah. elevation on that was ridiculous and uh that that got 
uh, Jason down, and that was a near first near fall of the matchup. And there's a roundhouse for a near fall, and then Jason misses a leg drop. Uh, there's a natural selection for a near fall by Jazz. Uh, that I just realized that move never really had a name because Styles just called it like a jumping, swinging back neck breaker. I'm just going to call it a natural selection because that's what it was. Uh, and that got a near fall. And there's a drop kick, a big, a stiff drop kick to Jazz, and she's dead. Uh, that was a big boy drop kick to yeah. her. Oh, uh, yeah. He did not hold anything back there. Right in um, the face. Yeah. And then there's a uh, double, uh, sorry, a middle rope axe handle for a near fall by Jason. And there's the drop kick to a seated Jazz. That one was even stiffer than the first one. Yeah. Uh, so oh, Jazz yeah. is kind of seated recovering, and he just laid into her with another drop kick. Uh, that one looked really bad. And there's a crucifix roll up by Jazz, though. She does recover and then for a near fall. There's a leg sweep for Jason for a near fall, and then a big chop by Jason, an elbow for a near fall, and then a leg drop for a near fall. A lot of near falls here. Uh, and I'm going to pause for a second. Did you guys notice, I don't know if it was something with the way the crowd handled it or something with the way the ref counted, because he counted pretty quick. All the, the refs yes. counted pretty quick. Yes. I didn't bite into any of these near falls all night, even the ones I should have. There was no, like... If there's one thing that current day WWE and current day wrestling in general does really well, it's selling a count. Yes. Because in current day WWE, it's one, two, and the crowd is able to get into it. But here, all night, it was one, two, near fall. Yep. So you never have time to like get Invest invested. yourself. And that yes. was a became a kind of an issue for me later in the show, particularly in the main event, when which we'll get to, where people were hitting finishing moves left and right. I think one thing that the WWE does well with that is I think they have the, the ring mic'd up a little bit so you yeah. hear you hear the guys yes. hitting yeah. the crowd or not the crowd the, the ring and in this show you can't hear that. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know the ring sounded like it was bit. pretty mic'd up when the, um, with the slams and stuff I just think the, the refs was, were counting yeah, really Yeah I think they were counting too quickly firm. or there was something yeah something and that was the first time I, I, I noticed it. While um, you're sidebarring, yeah. Um, when Jason was getting embarrassed during one of those little segments, there was a "you suck dick" chant. Oh yeah, and, yep. and Styles in his little his little quiet tone was just like, "Pardon me, I couldn't quite make out what the fans are saying." <laughs> uh, if you thought that, if you think it's obscene, just wait until mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. later. Uh, so I left off where at the uh, oh okay, that was a leg drop for a near fall, and then Jazz gets a snap suplex, then she deadlifts Jason, and Samoan drops in for a near fall. It actually deadlifts. Yeah, that yes. was really nice. Yes. Wow. I, I said wow out loud, just like that. And then we get dick trauma. And the uh, first... <clears throat> oh my God! Yeah. From Joey Styles. Uh, I don't know if that really warranted it, but it was there. Uh, and it was a head via the headbutt, too. So not... Uh, not I don't want to get headbutted in the dick, uh, but Jason had to. And then Jazz slides one chair into the ring, but two. And then uh, she lays one chair on his dick and then slams him in the cock with the other. That'd feel real bad. It would. Uh, he does recover pretty quickly, though. Hits an enziguri. And then Jason tries for a powerbomb. Gets countered into an X-Factor, uh, which is called a Jazz Stinger, uh, onto the chair that's on the mat for the win. I thought this was a pretty good little match. Uh, it was nothing super special. Uh, like I said, it was ahead of its time. I give it 2.75 Actually, stars. I think I think the oh my god was from the chair shot. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is more warranted. Yeah. You gave it 2.75? I did. Wow. Uh, yeah, I gave it a two and a quarter. Um, I was like, th- it kind of came off clunky to me at times. I thought they did well playing off that, you know, Jason is a man, he's stronger, and so Jazz would hit him, and he would just kind of shake it off and laugh. But um, I don't know. It didn't do a lot for me. It, was, it wasn't it was bad, though. Like, So I gave it two and a fourth, I, two and a quarter, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I would rather watch, like, the Joey Ryan versus Candice LeRae matches and stuff like that. So the the newer day intergender. You you really said Zach two seven five? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I got I did two stars. A lot of the same reasons Kyle said. Um clunky and 
Jason, I got you, buddy. Jason uh, sold well, like when he needed to be no selling, he did good. And then when he needed to start selling to Jazz, that was good. Um, I don't feel like he looked too looked too strong or looked too smooth. And yeah. but Jazz really impressed me. I mean, she yeah, looked great. Jazz looked better than Jason. I feel to like me. she kind of carried was just, the match. Yes, yes, it, it it was a throwaway match. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It, was. it wasn't. You know, gonna be match of the year or anything, but I just thought no. it was a nice. It was basically paced. to it was basically to put Jazz over and yeah. to make Jason, who lo- who's very narcissistic by the way, oh, that's yeah, like his yeah. thing. He's, he's Buff Bagwell and all right. over the place, and so so that just you know brings him down a peg, total heel yeah. move. Um, and something else I, I liked about it was that it didn't overstay its welcome, which I was worried it had the potential yes, to do. Yes, it, w- it went by fast. Um, a yes. lot of these matches kind of came and went. And then after that, uh, Don Callis, a.k.a. Cyrus, shows Our up. Our second Don Callis sighting of the pod. And uh, and I, I they were rattling off one-liners to each other. Like, it was a comedy act, and I loved it. It was I, fantastic. I just love Don Callis. He come, he come, Like, here he comes off as... Like very brass, kind of, and kind of. He kind rude. of comes off as like a corporate stooge, which is what he's playing, I believe. I believe, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. And uh, but I can't say enough good things about Don Callis in the wrestling world. Like other than being the jackal or whatever he was, yeah, um, jackal. Yeah, he, he, his ECW run was fantastic. His his TNA, what he's doing with Impact Wrestling right now is fantastic. And dude, dude is a genius. Yep, agreed. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately I'm usually the quote guy I know but the only thing I got was the end of it where after Cyrus was rattling off all of his shit uh, Joey Styles was just like gee and you wonder why Vince fired you <laughs> that was the one I hoped you were gonna write down it, yeah. it was great uh, and they had fun banter like that kind of throughout I, the didn't, night. I didn't realize I mean I knew Cyrus was in ECW but I didn't realize like how good he was I didn't realize yeah, how no, good of a personality great. he you was know, great. and you know, I didn't know he was Don Callis either, I but. think as we get older um, and we kind of know the inner workings of we wrestling a little bit more. We appreciate that side of wrestling We appreciate some things a little bit better. As a kid, we probably would think Don Callis is just annoying. Yeah. He, yeah, was he wearing all the weird sh- well, red this shades is when, and shit? This was kind of when, when like the inside baseball term started flying. Yeah. Because uh, Callis is talking about the format. Later on, he's talking about taking bumps. Uh, and, yeah. and it just like kind of escalated from there, but kind of got some... Because this is kind of when internet fandom Selling. was kind of in, in bloom a little bit. And, so. and I, think, I think now, you know, you look at guys... And you know Bobby Heenan's another one. We already we always knew how great Bobby Heenan was, right? But yes. when you're an adult, but, and you but, hear some but of when his... you when you watch back on that show we watched last week, and the show was a stinker. Yeah. But Bobby Heenan, it, he tore it up. Yes, and I think in the same aspect, not to the same levels, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think Cyrus or Don Callis, peop, we just kind of were like, oh, just a guy, and now we're like, this guy does a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. So for the business, yeah. yeah so yeah. agreed. Uh, so up next, we get Little Guido, accompanied by Big Sal, who is a very large man. Big Sal E. Graziano. Yes, versus... He's 600 pounds, allegedly. He, I'd buy it. He was a moose. He was huge. He was uh, a moose? Yeah, and the uh, actual moose, four legs and everything, oh, uh, versus nice. Super Crazy. Something I like about this was that wait, wait, Little wait, Guido... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. Moose, mo- moose have four legs? Yeah. How come the moose I always see in Seattle is walking on two? Of, of the uh, so Brand. something I noticed there's also a moose in DNA <laughs> was that little Guido came out on uh, Big Sal's shoulders. I like that visual, and uh, little Guido almost got his head taken off by the uh, like oh my god the yeah. entrance tunnel too. Uh, but he got it down in time. Uh, so right off the bat, there's a collar and double tie up to start. Uh, oh oh oh! Sidebar here, little Guido is jacked. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. wow! I, he was in great shape Prime. here, and he looks and this whole match he looks incredible. Oh yeah, incredible. Uh, so there's a collar and elbow tie up to start the match here, and then they trade waist locks. There's an arm drag, a nice little exchange, uh, and follows there a few back and forth arm drags, drop to a hold, things like that. A springboard crossbody countered into a uh, 
into a Guido armbar and then super crazy escapes, hits a springboard moonsault for a near fall, misses another, uh, and there's a swinging neckbreaker for a Guido near fall, and then there's corner strikes by super crazy. Guido tries to get his own and then ends up getting power bombed out of the corner for a super crazy near fall. Guido gets thrown outside of the ring and then he gets tossed into the crowd and then super crazy climbs up onto the railing, like of the second level, and just moonsaults on Guido and Sal. That takes was them both nuts. out. That was awesome. Keep in mind, bro, this is they don't have there's no mat. There's no padding. No, this that, is just that, pure is, concrete. that is concrete. Yeah. Uh, it's just pure. Concrete. And he's jumping from 15 feet? Yeah, it was awesome. It was higher than the top turnbuckle for sure. Oh my God. Um, and so Sorry, eventually. I mean, oh my no, God. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so both men are down. Uh, super crazy makes his way back into the ring. Guido does too eventually. Uh, there's a neck breaker for a super crazy near fall once they get back into the ring. Then they trade chops. There's a head scissors into a springboard kick for a Guido near fall. And there's uh, some kind of springboard maneuver that super crazy goes for. It gets countered. Uh, Guido gets the knees up right into uh, super crazy's face. There's a bulldog kind of style move for a Guido near fall. And then super crazy gets beat up outside the ring by Sal while the ref is distracted. Not that it matters. Uh, a bulldog style. Are you talking about the impaler was that what the it double was? underhooks was that what it was the no 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 oh. it was a uh, it was kind of like a bulldog x-factor type move that guido oh, hit okay uh uh i caught another corner where i think it was a bulldog because okay. he was yeah gotcha. um and then uh so super crazy is getting beat up by sal the ref gets his back turned he eventually gets sent back into the ring there's a boston crab but super crazy gets to the rope and then he goes up top and then he gets slammed down from the top for a near fall and then big sal comes in and beats him up some more and then leaves the ring for a, a big sal he's pretty nimble because he was in yes. that ring very quickly yes uh then there's a uh a super crazy kind of face buster move this is this was the uh tiger face buster well because crazy got hit with it i think it was yep. guido who hit him with it oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah so yep, so yep, that yep. that's the impaler yeah, the, it's the unprettier Christian's yeah, yeah. move. Uh, yes, which actually, I, I've I've been trying to scour through my notes to see what it's actually called, what it used to be called. Because I've always called it the impaler. Because um, yep. on the Pritchard show, mm-hmm. recently they were talking about what it was actually called, and it was named after somebody else. And I've been trying to find it. Oh, okay. Find it online, what it was actually called, but um, it it was named after an ECW wrestler at one point. Oh, okay, cool. Um, if you find out, let us know. Uh, so there's a big DDT to Guido here for a near fall, uh, kind of a tornado style, but I wouldn't call it like a proper tornado DDT. And then there's a Michinoku driver and then by, by, uh, super crazy. And then super crazy gets up on the bottom rope, does a moonsault, gets up on the middle rope, does a moonsault struggle. He does get up on the third rope, but admittedly he does struggle a little bit, but instead of doing the third moonsault, he takes out Sal outside of the crossbody just to kind of keep him at bay for a little while. And then finally he gets back up, tries the top rope moonsault. He misses it, and then there's a uh, Tamakazi for a Guido near fall, and then there's a Tiger Bomb, and Super Crazy wins. And um, nice I like this Tiger match. Bomb. Oh yes, yeah, it was a very nice Tiger Bomb. Uh, I like this match uh, quite a bit. I gave it three point five stars. Uh, if there was anything I was going to knock it down, um, as much as I love springboards, uh, kind of too much of it for me. Ton in this of match. flippy shit. Yeah, uh, ton of flippy shit. But that's kind of what ECW was back true. then. True. Uh, but I did enjoy the match. I gave it three point five. Uh, man, these two guys could work, and it shows here. Uh, three point two five. Uh, I've, oh, I like the match. There are a few mess ups a little bit. Some small things. You know, when Super Crazy tried to jump up and fell down and the crowd chanted, you fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because uh, cause he, he did like a um, like a moonsault from the bottom. Yeah, it was buckle, the double. And then and he then messed second, up the And then he got on the third and yeah. then he uh, fell. And then he ended up jumping to the outside. But yeah. yeah 3. Which 20, was a good way to save the botch. Right. Very no, good was, way to yeah. save the botch. And the crowd was chanting, you fucked up though. But 3.25, I thought this was really good. Really innovative for the yeah. time. Uh, ECW and WCW both don't get enough credit. 
for the luchadors and the cruiserweights that they brought in? Not at all. Um, no, yeah. You know, I think you can say, oh, WCW just put them as opening matches and stuff, but they brought in some really high-time high, high time guys like Eddie and uh, Rey Mysterio, and ECW Movie, was doing the same yeah. thing. They they were kind of had guys going back and forth between the two at times. You know, Ray did both. Even Jericho did both. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they don't get enough credit. I think Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff did a lot that people don't give them credit for. Absolutely. Agreed. Luke, what'd you think? Uh, I gave it three and a quarter as well. Um, just a super, super exciting match. Guido, you forget because we've seen Guido at the one night stand. We've seen Nunzio, obviously. Um, you forget how good Guido is. Oh, yeah. he was always good. He but, could go. Like he technically, could really, he could really man. Go. Technically, he looked great he, in this he match. He was always one of my favorite guys to watch. Yeah. He was just always so good. And it's like conflicting styles with the you know the mat technician uh, versus super crazy going nuts. Real go quick, th- sorry to interrupt you, but you can see Guido on Edge and Christian show episode two. Oh, really? Little Guido. Yeah, I'm he, so oh, excited cool. to watch he, that. He, they do like a spoof of the Goonies, and he's one of the bad guys. In oh, it, awesome. So. awesome! I just thought that was cool. So you know, if you're a fan of Carlito's in it too, so if you're like a fan of uh, Nunzio, Little Guido, there's a chance to see cool. him show so, yeah. acting chops. You know where you said Tamakazi? Yeah, uh, that's the Impaler. Oh, okay. And okay. it was okay. named after Tommy Rogers. Okay, okay, there that's that's what yeah. it was. Yep. Okay. Um, um, cool. I also want to say there was a there was a few things the crowd got into. Uh, well, there was a half Boston crab, mm-hmm. and Joey Styles referred to it as the Sicilian crab. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what uh, little Guido insists he calls it. And then Cyrus says, I think I had those once. <laughs> um, there's a where's my pizza chant to Guido. Oh, yeah. That was right at the start of the match, right? Yep. Uh, when Super Crazy got up and did some corner punches, the crowd chanted Uno, Dos, uh, Tres, yeah. instead of one, two, three. All the way to Cies. Yes, correct. Yeah. Cool. No, no, it's Dies. Yes, yeah, yeah, sorry. And then on the... On that big crazy moonsault, Joey Styles hit a "Oh Dios mio!" <laughs> that reminded me of Marvin Allo a little bit. Sorry, I'll I'll get better. No, I'm saying so. I just got to use that as my Ronaldo yeah. impression now. Anyway, three and a quarter, the, awesome. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, so then after this, Callis and um, Styles put over the incoming cable deal again. Hindsight 2020 didn't end up being. The best thing for the product. I also didn't never realize that TNN was the Nashville Network. Yeah. But I tell you what, after this show, I will never forget the it. Nashville Network, uh, and they're all very excited about that, uh, and rightfully so. Um, but again, hindsight is twenty twenty. Just something to note. I, I kind of want to note something here. Yeah. So what's about to come up is pretty problematic. It, it's kind of uncomfortable to talk about, and there's some slang thrown around in here. There's there's a lot of bad stuff. Um, we don't condone using some of the language that they use in this. No, not at all. But uh, we but, condone but, using language. But uh, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit here and act like I did not enjoy most of it. Right, but but we just you know we don't use these some of these words in our everyday life. And so um, yeah, the next match is the Dudley Boys, who are the tag team champions, versus Balls Mahoney and Little Spike Dudley, uh, which is going to be for the tag team championships. And, uh, and the Dudleys are accompanied by Joel Gertner and Sign, Sign Guy Dudley. Yep, I will, uh, I've got some quotes. Awesome. So yeah. the Dudleys come out and they just cut They're a good. scathing profanity laden promo before the match here. Uh, About they, being the best. Yeah, they say they're the best and uh, they put over they uh, they really bury the crowd. They like pick specific people you out of the people crowd. People are nothing but lower class white trash pieces of garbage. Which is probably the cleanest thing he that said was. in that entire promo. Yeah. And, then, and then Cyrus um, says, "Well, some people hate to hear the truth." Yeah, uh, he he picks out a, a, a couple of gentlemen, uh, calls them a, a, a inappropriate homophobic slurs. So. If Bubba Ray was hoping to host the Oscars, 
not gonna happen with Dude, that language, but, pal. I mean, obviously there was a ton of heat. He was saying a lot of vulgar so things. So was he, but he was a great talker. There was he, he was so good. He but he was being very aggressive. Uh, and then he and they still loved him. They still cheered. Uh, uh, he said that one lady was going to uh, enjoy a very large, uh, well endowed man that evening. Uh, of, of, of a certain of a race, certain yes. race. Uh, and then he proceeds to go out of the ring, attempt to fight a few people in the crowd. There's this one lady you, wait, who was just spitting on him, and they literally were spitting back and forth at each other. I would other. have not liked to be ECW security. This and night. then you you did miss the part where he pointed at a mom and said, "She's going to teach her daughter how to suck a dick." Oh yeah. That- <laughs> Yikes. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's that's terrible. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to laugh. So, yeah, this is very, like, especially by 2018 standards, very on PC. They, they, are, they are going at it with the crowd. And he, so, the, it's getting heat, but he, they're still, like, at this point, they're, like, half the crowd is cheering them, no matter what they say. Because they love it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And they're just eating up. They're like, you're right. Well, we suck. He, this was a different time. For and, sure. you know, none of this stuff really offends me or anything like that. Yeah. But I understand where it would. Oh, God. So oh, that, yeah. that's why I was trying that's to take, what a, they were known take for. a treading lightly yeah. approach to this um, part of the podcast. It was very intense and it was very pointed and it was very deliberate. It, and Bubba Ray could talk, man. Bubba Ray could talk. If you don't understand, first of all, I just want to say this. If you don't understand that Retro ECW uh, was trash TV. Um, then it was you, trying then, to be. Then you need to go back and just relearn wrestling history. Yeah. Um, because that's what it was. That's what it has the reputation for. But that's why people loved it. There was no yep, filter. Yep. It wasn't commercialized. Um, uh, Bubba, I will say, during that, points at a, a, a fat dude who rushes the... the uh, the fe- the railing and you know pointing at him flipping him off and stuff and <laughs> the bubba quote is you want a piece of me my brother come on you fault you f- excuse me let me redo that come on you fat bald motherfucker and then cyrus says how did he know his name <laughs> and i i lost my shit that's, that's when i was like okay funny. cyrus cyrus funny. is awesome uh yeah and then eventually uh they introduce uh uh, Gertner, he takes the mic. He's got like a like a Phantom of the Opera mask on because he got hit by a fireball. He, yeah, he got hit with a fireball, uh, and he's overselling the injury. Uh, he goes, he says some stuff. You want to hear the introduction? Yes. yes. <laughs> Let me see if I my, got my Joel Gertner. The quintessential stud muffin and a goodness gracious great balls of fire, goddamn handsome man, Joel. Whether the ladies are home. Or here in Dayton, they're watching me, Master Baton Gertner. Thank you, Joel Gertner. That was wonderfully done. Uh, and then after that, sign guy it. Dudley gets introduced and holds up some signs. And eventually we do get to a match. Oh, and uh, Balls Mahoney comes out with Spike Dudley. And it is determined that this is now going to be a Dayton street fight. No rules and falls count anywhere in the fucking building his quote not mine and uh, <laughs> joel gertner also inter- introduces the dudley boys officially as the team that gets more ass than the toilet at the proctologist's office uh, also did did uh did <laughs> no. his did his introduction of the uh dudley's not remind you a little bit of Heyman's introduction of uh lesnar of lesnar now yeah. with the titles oh yeah because yeah. he, he did like the raining like he did that step anyway i just noticed that, that no, was dude, Heyman this might, was nuts Heyman might have stole some yeah. from joel gertner uh, I, I loved him apparently you guys did not as much but i know we loved no, it i liked it well yeah. but you gotta tread lightly when talking about things like yeah. this uh i had no issue with it uh it's nothing i would want anybody to say necessarily if, today. if I had kids, this is not something I would let them watch. There were several children in the audience, and I was like, "Oh Lord, those are some brave parents." I, I know Zach before you got here was saying, "I had to make sure my, my kids, kids were asleep." asleep. Yeah, because I knew what I was getting into. I give the promo five stars. Oh, thank you. Uh, so let's get to the match. So now, of course, it is going to be, a, and I'm, I'm again with these kind of like chaos 
based matches i do my best to cover as much as i can thankfully this match was super well laid out and yep. very well paced and and i was almost able to get everything in as it was going this was one of the better paced and better put together like tag team brawling matches it was i really think i've ever good. seen it was um, quintessential ecw yeah also balls mahoney's wearing a metallica master of puppet shirt which i popped for and it's he, super gross looking though he, he also it's balls month okay so mahoney. i have to say there's a uh, everyone bleeds in this match okay there's a point when bubba ray is like literally tasting balls mahoney's blood and no offense to balls mahoney if there's anyone's blood i wouldn't taste his he's near the top of that list yes sabu is probably another one <laughs> there, it's like one um, two whose blood would you taste I mean, that's I, a loaded question. That is yep, a loaded question. Yep. Uh, also, he comes out to ACDC's big balls. It was like a neutered version on the. Uh, it was like, yeah. on the on you could the, tell what it was, though. Oh, definitely. I loved it. I think they, and uh, I believe Joey Styles or Callis, one of them even mentioned it, or referenced it. Um, He's got the biggest balls of all. So the bell rings. Everyone starts brawling. Spike gets thrown out onto the entrance ramp. Uh, there's Balls Mahoney strikes to Bubba here. Uh, balls misses with a chair shot, and then Bubba nails him unprotected in the head with his chair. Gives him uh, a concussion. He's dead. And Dents then, the shit out of it. I know. He like holds up the chair, and you can see the dent. And then Bubba misses Spike, thank goodness, because it probably would have literally killed him. Uh, balls gets sent into the guardrail by Devon, and then there's a big body drop, sends Spike back into the ring from the uh, ramp because the ramp like uh, goes directly into the ring, so you can get a lot of cool. Like, yeah, it's ramp the same spots. height of the mat. Yeah, yeah that way. Uh, and then Bubba bites balls outside, uh, and then Spike is already bleeding. <laughs> he, he, now. Does, he does what? Bites balls outside uh, Mahoney, that is. And then Spike's bleeding somehow. Then uh, Balls hits Bubba with several beverages outside of the ring. Like, people were just handing, like, beers and sodas, and he was just, like, spitting them on him and hitting them with them. You missed a... Uh, um, hold on. Oh, I just lost my spot. Devon jumped off the top oh, with rope the ring with bell. the bell. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That I was, cool. I, that was I cool. skimmed Might as that. well. They weren't using the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Did you miss the Dudley dog? Did you miss the acid drop, the first one? Oh, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. There's a, there's an acid drop. As Spike as Spike literally goes like to, the, the, entrance to the entrance and sprints. Yeah, it gets a and, running start. And this isn't like... This isn't like crazy production value like we said you can just i'm just envisioning the cameraman behind him sprinting <laughs> behind him yeah just boof, 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 yeah boof. so they do get an acid drop to bubba right off the bat yep um thank you for bringing that up uh, and so spike sends devon out as balls and bubba enter the ring again so you know one people go out one people go in again just super well laid out like you could tell this was uh very well like paced and really well thought out yes uh, and that's like when i started to notice oh that's interesting uh, so balls and bubba are in the ring and then balls gets hit with a street sign and then bubba gets the damn cheese grater out and he just cheese no, grades. no 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 okay so yes he we'll, cheese grades balls mahoney what you're missing and this was literally the funniest part of the show to me so he hits him with the street sign that says dudley street or yep. whatever right spike dudley is outside below oh, yeah below, below by the apron bubba takes the street sign Throws it downward <laughs> oh, as hard right. as he can. That's right. And the sign just makes a boom. That's right. It, it bounces off of that's Spike's right. head, like very violently. I can't believe I off of Spike's head. That and that bonk, that little boom. I laughed, and it's like terrible, sadistic. I laughed so damn hard. Caitlin was like, You are. <laughs> my girlfriend's like, You are a sick bastard. Uh, I can't this believe match I is when she that. stopped watching. Uh, yeah, the so way. then Bubba gets the cheese grater, and he's cheese grating balls. And of course, Balls Mahoney's bleeding from that. And then he just like, This is the first time he tastes the blood. Like, he's eating it. Like, it's he cheese. licks like, the cheese he's grater. He's licking the cheese grater. Yeah. Like, just, uh, and then, uh, Wow, and then there's a big super kick to Bubba by Balls, though, and then uh, he gets Bubba gets cheese grated. Uh, there's just cheese grating going on everywhere here. Love it. Uh, and then Devon and Spike are brawling through the crowd, uh, and then everyone's bleeding at this point. Uh, I did notice you couldn't really see what was happening with Spike and Devon here. The camera was like way Can too underexposed. Can I interject for a second? Uh, please. Um, if you guys want to donate $15 to our Patreon page, 
I will choose Great Luke's head. Jesus. Do you, do you agree to that? Is that going to cover medical costs? I doubt it. Okay, you can choose grade my head if Luke says no. Okay, cool. We'll figure <laughs> all right, something all right, out. All right, all uh, right. Yeah, so it was kind of hard to see. The, just for just just for a, a brief moment, it wasn't like a big issue throughout the match or anything. Uh, and then there's some unsanitary things happening, more blood tastings going on. Uh, and Painting then, of blood on each other's yes, faces. Yes, Balls and Bubba find their way into the crowd. Everyone's fighting into the crowd here. And then Spike climbs up onto the vomitorium of the arena and much higher than Super Crazy was in the last match. Yeah. Uh, and then, if you don't know what a vomitorium is, it's basically like where the sports teams come out. Uh, the tunnel. Yeah, the tunnel. Yeah. And he jumps off of that uh, onto everybody. Very high. <laughs> yes, very On high. On concrete. Uh, got, got a good EC dub chant going there. And then Balls brings Devon back into the ring. Devon recovers. And then he some strikes to Balls Mahoney. And then he eat, and uh, Devon eats a super kick. And then... All four men are in the ring now at this point. Uh, Bubba gets punched in the balls. Uh, there's dual corner sit out power bombs by the Dudleys because there are dual corner strikes going on, and then the Dudleys got the better of that situation. Which, and which that whole little scenario there with the Dudleys looked very ferocious. Yes, it did. It like, did. like Devon probably hit even if they were you know uh, working punches. He probably hit balls like 20 times yeah. like with that camera angle. Yeah, and then they both get powerbombed. Spike is folded in half on that set-out powerbomb. Uh, then they beat up both guys in the corner. There's a shoulder block to balls by Devon. Then dual neckbreakers to the Dudleys for a near falls. Then there's a spine buster acid drop combo for a near fall. Uh, and then uh, they called it a nutcracker, which is essentially uh, like a nut trauma. The nutcracker sweet. That's yeah. Balls' yeah. finisher. Uh, and then acid, another acid drop uh, to, I believe it was Devon. Uh, the ref gets pulled out of the ring, though. Cannot get the three count. Uh, there's a 3D, which is counted into dual schoolboys. Uh, so Spike rolled up one man, and Balls rolled up the second. And they win the match, like just like that. And there's new champs, but that's not it. Uh, usually for post-match stuff, I get into it after, but this kind of just like bled right into it. So post bell, the Dudleys get right up and they just start beating the shit out of uh, uh, balls and spike. They hold up the titles like they won, and then uh, a table, two tables get set up in the ring, and they get lit on fire. So we got some fire tables going and on. And then here. they fucking drop balls. Mahoney. Yeah. So Spike gets powerbombed through a flaming table. Uh, Bubba tries to get balls up, can't do it. He drops him, drops him directly on the top of his head. Oh boy, that was and, no, bad. And, and fucks him up. Yeah, that was bad. He has that, to lay down and yeah, he, he's out for like the rest of the segment. Uh, so the other flaming table just kind of went out and they threw it out. And then they tried. They tried to re- relight a, it. A familiar song to any ECW fan hits, and New Jack returns. Uh, <laughs> this was fun. And the New Jack runs out. He has several weapons with a shopping cart and a vacuum cleaner. Full of weapons and a vacuum cleaner. Sink. He uh, he hits Bubba in the dick with a vacuum cleaner with into a, the kitchen sink. Yeah, into the sink and. Uh, um, he's dancing the whole time, and the music never stops. Yeah, uh, it was fun. And I was just say, was so I give I give the fun. match itself uh, three point seven five stars. I had a lot of fun with it, um, just front to back. This was classic ECW fucking chaos and mayhem. I enjoyed every second of it. I also gave it three point seven five, um, tied for my match of the night. I just thought it was really good. I thought it was really fun. I really liked the uh, other than dropping balls on his neck. The the, the the last. The, like the ending after the match segment yeah. was just really good, and uh, New Jack too. He was awesome. That's that was such a random. He I know must, he must have been making. A He's feuding or with something. them. Oh. I just look. I when you guys were talking through the match, I looked it up, and New Jack was feuding with the Dudley Boys at this time. Oh, okay. I okay. just loved that his gangsta ass music was just never stopped. Yeah, and he's just beating the shit out of everybody. Wallace dancing. Yeah. Yes. Um, I gave it three and a half. I feel like in hindsight, I probably should have given it three and three quarters. Okay. I wanted to actually give it four at one oh, point, wow. but it was like. How can I? I can't give this four, or else I will be shunned in every. It was. It was a I would never shun you. No, no. Um, the, I know you. Just guys again, love the thing I really appreciated about it was just how 
those matches, if, if when they're not as as well thought out, can devolve into just chaos in a bad way. And this match never did that. It was so well put together yep. and, and so well directed. The cameramen were in the right places at the right times. You didn't miss out on any big spots. It was all very well choreographed and it was a joy to watch. Everyone was busted. Um of I course. actually I actually got kind of queasy at one point. Oh really? And and you know what? I never used to have a problem with this and I can still watch people go through, you know, get light bulbs shattered over their head and I can watch all this stuff. The cheese grater spot? Did that get you? It it doesn't like make me actually physically ill, but it's hard really? to watch. Oh, I love it. It didn't bug me that much. Oh my god, this that's when my girlfriend was like, I'm I can't out. watch this. Like, are you serious? A cheese grater, which when you think about it is like, oh my yeah, god. It was unique. These guys were crazy, um, man. Uh I believe that Spike both Spike and Balls Mahoney were fucked up from this match. Yeah, I'm sure. Um after Spike dives, like that, that huge dive from the whatever you called it. The vomitorium. Yeah, the vo- nice. The vomitorium. He can't even lift one of his arms up. Yeah, uh, he's bled a lot, so yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's like staggering because he's got blood loss, or if he's even blown up, or if he destroyed his shoulder on that drop. Yeah, um, and then Balls Mahoney got dropped on his head, as we mentioned. He goes over in the corner for a while. New Jack finishes beating up the Dudleys. He goes to help. He picks balls. up Balls. Up. He goes to, well. Originally, he goes to help him, and and Balls goes no, like holds his neck and is like no, yeah. no, no. You keep going. He continues to beat everyone up. Uh, and then eventually, New Jack and Spike help Balls Mahoney up, but he he broke his neck. He's something, dude. I, I it gotta, was bad. I got to rave about New Jack again. I just love New Jack. He was so fun. The to crowd watch. was so into him. He he was over like just Rover. Nuts, bro. He's so crazy. He yeah. dude, the crowd loved New Jack. I don't understand why ECW never gave him a title push. Probably because yeah. he was killing people and getting away with it. But dude, I, was gonna say, I don't care. <laughs> Not a good guy, but. He He's a great guy. I love you, also, New Jack. Also, have you ever... So, we talked about Beyond the Mat, I think, before. Are you going to talk about Mass Transit? Nope. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, in, in the Beyond the Mat movie, like, where... New Jack just becomes uh, the director's buddy yeah. for a while. You remember that? Yeah. And, like, he's totally cool and chilling with him, and he's, like, you know... Basically, the director becomes one of his best friends, but... Dude is just nuts. I know. It was, just it was fun. He's so awesome. It was so much fun. I would, I would, he needs to be on my side. Like. Hey, New Jack. <laughs> New Jack. I'm the one putting you over right now. Let's go have a beer. He might respond. Or 20. Uh, so after this, Tommy Dreamer and Francine make their way out to the ring. And of course, Callis has to say, this isn't on my format. And Francine is nipping. Francine is wearing she's like in a, a tight little number. She's wearing like a leather Cocktail red dress. cat suit. It's not leather, but it's oh, and she is, might as well be. She is nipping right through that. Is she? I didn't. I honestly didn't notice. I did. Queen of extreme. Uh, so here they come, and uh, where what? Dreamer and Francine. That, yeah, where's Beulah? Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Oh yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. I don't know what happened at this uh, point. So. Uh, the announcers are putting over how uh, Dreamer has two herniated discs in his back and uh, he's in no shape to compete. And what's he going to talk about tonight? So he makes his way to his ring, says that he wants everyone to drink beer and take their shirts off after the show. Uh, that's literally what he said. And he wants to party with everybody. The crowd eats it up. Then he slams the WWF and he slams the WCW for their most recent pay-per-view outings, says that ECW has the best pay-per-views. He plugs the new cable time slot and he praises ECW's growth. And I thought that was really interesting because he said something along the lines of, let's make ECW the biggest promotion in the world. And I got to thinking about that a little bit as I was watching that. And as much as I appreciate that optimism and as much as I appreciate uh, his very real passion for the product, ECW was never, ever Ever. going to become the top wrestling federation in the world. Nope. And it's not because of a lack of talent and it's Mm -hmm. not because of uh, uh, bad programming. But because the fundam at the very core of ECW, it is not corporate friendly. It is not cable friendly as we would find out. You can't sell it. Also, when you're being funded by the top dog, 
the top dog is giving you money to stay alive, yeah. you're not going to pass the top dog. And, and and as much as that is a sentiment that everybody in that room and that night was on board for, it, it, well, because it was their big break for national. As TV. we as we saw with what happened when WCW or WWE, I'm sorry, absorbed them and and brought their version of ECW to life. Yes. Uh, in in a corporate driven world, in a, in a in a profit driven world, as unfortunate as it was, ECW was never going to become that unless they radically changed their core values, which I don't think they would have nor should have no, done. They no. would have never um, done that, and I. I think this is what made ECW better. I agree. Uh, so I just thought that was interesting, and it got me thinking about how the, the road that ECW would take after this, and and I, I'm so thankful that what we did get was like it's yeah. just a slice of time, well, and that's all it needed to be. They have such a small target demographic. I mean, when you really think about it, yeah. I mean, they don't try to appeal to anybody but their their uh, diehard fans, yep. right? Yeah. So they're underground. They've got a that yeah. underground following, and I'm glad it stayed. That way, also, largely. Also, what the hell is up with Tommy's metallic kaleidoscope-looking he, shirt? He looked like he looked like he was gonna go perform like at a cabana club, like he was gonna go perform oh like God. house music. Uh, so, as Dreamer is about to make an announcement, he starts getting teary-eyed. Says he didn't want everyone to say this. Here comes Steve Carino, uh, Rhino, and uh, Jack Victory come out. Uh, Carino says that Tommy's wrists got him nothing in his career. Says that uh, he used to be a wrestler once upon a time, but says that now his career is over because he took dumb risks and wrestled hardcore style, extreme style for all these people who don't appreciate it. I thought Karina was incredible here. He awesome sounded great. Promo. Awesome promo. He was just burying Tommy Dreamer, burying hardcore wrestling, saying that, you know, you used to be a real wrestler and now look at you. Now you're about to retire. You're going to say that your career is over. You're about to say that you need surgery. Um, and buries just the entire thought of extreme wrestling. Uh, the crowd does not like that very much. Dreamer says he'll never put Steve over and he'll never do a job for him. So again, more of the inside baseball. Right. Uh, Dreamer no-sells some Carino strikes and then chops him down. And then Francine uh, gets in the corner, run, jumps off Dreamer's back, and Bronco busts the shit out of uh, uh, Carino. Uh, Carino. And then DDTs him, and then she gets the pinfall. I think well, there's I a ref in the ring. I think you gotta, you gotta give that... D- that DDT a little bit more crazy oh because yeah, he ran great. he ran at at uh at Francine oh, yeah, yeah ran at Francine she dug Dreamer hit him and then she hit the yeah. DDT a tornado DDT yeah and it, it was DDT. very good yeah. spiked him she did a great job um, yes hi Francine and then of course she gets the three count it was great and then um uh, Tajiri comes in, takes Dreamer and Francine out puts Tajiri or Tajiri puts uh, Dreamer in the tarantula the hurt is back. Up to hurt his back, thank you. And then right after that, here comes Taz. The, the but, crowd, the roof is about to come off this arena and, when and Taz comes out. Also, Tajiri's trying to let go of the tarantula, but, uh, but Dreamer's sacrificing there, yeah. himself so Taz can yeah. get him. So Taz comes out, and then the bell rings, and um, yeah. So I know it wasn't a really... But you're just going to gloss over the fact that a fucking small, tiny match happened and that Francine got a pinfall? That I mean, wasn't a match. It that wasn't was, a match. There just right, happened to but, be a But it just yeah. like happened. It just like I happened. Mentioned it. I mentioned and I was it. just like, like what? Well, like, when did this begin? Did we yeah, rate I, this? I didn't what rate that. It wasn't no, a match I didn't rate it. It was, it. it was a segment. It was a well crazy. done segment. But it led directly into the main event, which I loved the way that the was set up. The co-main event. Yeah, the co-main event. I'm sorry. Which I loved the way that was set up. Like. To have a segment bleed directly into a match, yes. I thought was really unique, and it was it made sense within the segment because Taz was making the save, but also I have a match, so here I come. Right, first bell I've heard all show. 
<laughs> yeah, so we do get Taz uh, versus Tajiri for the ECW Championship, which Taz currently holds. There's a spin kick to Taz, and they brawl outside to start the match. There's a moonsault to Taz. Uh, it's a springboard moonsault on the outside of the ring. Uh, he tries with the tarantula here once they get back in, but Taz slams him down. Uh, Tajiri lands on his feet after a Taz suplex attempt, and there's a basement drop kick that takes Taz out, a roll-up for a near fall. Uh, Tajiri gets a sleeper in on Taz, uh, which is not the thing you probably want to do with Taz, uh, and then he suplexes his Big way out of it. Neck. I loved the how he suplexed his way out of it too, and then it's a big exploder Tazplex to Jiri. Uh, some corner stomps. There's an enziguri to Taz. Both men are down. Tajiri gets up first. He gets crotched on the top rope, and then he gets suplexed down by Taz. And then there's a dick kick, and then some head kicks uh, for Tajiri here. Tajiri's got to play dirty. Lots of dick kicks on this show. Lots of dick trauma. Uh, and there's a near no fall after that. Yep. Big chops to Taz by Tajiri in the corner uh, with both hands at one point, too. And it sounded great. It sounded like a gunshot going off. Uh, and then they brawl up the ramp, and there's a big powerbomb to Tajiri on the ramp, the concrete area there. Uh, Tajiri goes for a big kick, but he gets suplexed through a table that Rhino had set up. Captured which was Taz weird. Why, why did Rhino set up that table? Because he was going so to So Tajiri could go through it. Duh. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, he set it up like in a position that you like would for gore, gore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like leaning up on the ropes and then down. But he the set ground. it up and then he just disappeared away from yeah. it. Also, Taz did like a not so subtle, like luring. Like he kept like yeah. watching Tajiri and like kept luring yeah. backwards and uh, so even looked back. Yeah, so they're making their way towards the table and then Jack Victory decides to get involved, who is wheelchair bound from a leg injury. Yes. Uh, he gets dumped out of the wheelchair and then Taz just throws a wheelchair at a man. And the whole Steve wheelchair. Victory with the wheelchair. Yeah, throws Jack throws Victory. the unit at him. Jack Victory. What did I say, John? Steve. Steve. I'm so stupid. Steve Carino. <laughs> no, Jack no, Martina. love you. Uh, and then. Dumbass. Thanks. The table was after the wheelchair. Yeah, but. yeah. I thought I'd, I'd throw that in there since I was thinking about it. And then Taz goes up to the entrance ramp, like all the way to like the tunnel area where the, the wrestlers come out. Yep. Produces something. It's where a wide shot. I, I assume it was barbed As wire. Joey Styles is As Joey Styles. Yeah. Pan wide. Yeah. So Joey Wilds is Joey Wild. Joey Wilds. Joey Styles is, is, is insistent that this, this stays in the wide shot, which it does. Taz brings the uh, foreign, foreign object. object yep. To Tajiri, chokes him with it, puts him in the Taz mission. The bell rings. Uh, some man runs out, gets thrown into the crowd. I don't know. Oh yeah, that, I don't know who that man was. It Paul Heyman. I don't know. I who don't that know. Taz the fuck no, out. No, of that no. Guy. I think that was supposed to be uh, security. Security. Oh, okay. No. I thought that was supposed to be like the commissioner or something. Oh, I don't know. Somebody I don't was know, but he's so he used barbed wire. He chucked him into the crowd. Eventually, uh, Joey <laughs> so Styles, funny. like into like the second row too. Yeah, uh, ragdolled. Eventually, uh, it is determined that Tajiri probably tapped out. Uh, Taz retains the title. He leaves. Man, uh, this was probably the most disappointing match on the card for me because it was it was heading toward like classic status for me i was so into this match oh yeah oh, and yeah. i was loving every second of it and the ending was so weird and abrupt and just like out of nowhere that it really brought this match down for me like a lot because i was so into everything that was happening before it to just end that way right so you couldn't even really see what was happening uh well, and they sold it as if they were going to get kicked off the network. Yeah, but like we had that. seen much more extreme. Th- we saw a man get cheese grated, you know. But yeah, s- but he's choking him with barbed wire. Like, I don't so know. what'd you give it? I give it three point seven five. Uh, even still, it was going to be a four point five four star match for me somewhere in that uh-huh. area. Uh, but man, that ending really does kind of drag it down for me because I was bummed out. So. First of all, I've been kind of critical of Taz before, but he was a fantastic oh wrestler. He was God. so fucking. He was good. so good. Um. The human suplex. Taz, Taz, Taz the wrestler is is amazing. Great, yeah. Um I gave the match a little a lot lower than you. I gave it three and a quarter because I thought it was really, really good, 
but I thought it was one of those matches that left a lot on the table. It yes. felt like it was just getting into like no fourth gear. Like it was just turning the corner and then it ended. Like, yeah, that's I, really like it felt like I was blue balling after that match. You know, I I don't know. Part of me was kind of hoping to see a little bit of Dreamer and Rhino going at it on the outside, uh, and I was hoping to see like the Taz play, or the Taz mission in the middle of the ring to win the win the match. But was that uh, Dreamer injury legitimate? I don't know. Okay, what but, the, back, the back stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, he ended up wrestling what two years later, right? So, yeah. But so, anyways, um, yeah, three and a quarter. I really liked it, and I just wish it was longer. And I wish the ending wasn't so abrupt. I definitely wish it was longer. Uh, I did like though. I don't know. I felt like it was weird and abrupt, but the it, it was booked all right. I mean, it was like we have to we have to get the shot wide so you can't see that he's. You know, literally choking this man out with barbed wire. So I feel um, like I could agree with you if it wasn't the finish of the match. Sure. If it was just a spot in the middle well, of the like match. It's like he snapped. Yeah. Because that's what Taz um, did. I feel like a lot of the my problems with it would have been alleviated if you would have just swapped this match in the next match and given this match more time, sure. maybe. Uh, because it did feel short. But anyways, what did you uh, three, give the match? Three and a half. Awesome. Uh, Taz is just at his peak, man. He was throwing Tajiri all over the place. The, all of the Taz so flexes. Cool. There's the original suplex city right there. Because nothing's called suplexes. It's, they're all, all Taz called Taz flexes. Yeah. And that capture Taz plex, yeah. where he you know folds up the dude's yeah. leg and throws him into the table A lot of there. exploders. A lot of really so unique looking Is that offense. what you call that? Is the exploder? Yeah. The capture Taz plex, man. Yeah, the Tazplex. I love, I love it. it. Um, um, yeah. And he also, you know, the beat me if you can, survive if I let you as he's leaving after he just destroyed Tajiri. Such yep. a good match. I loved it. I did too. I was really into this. I, I really enjoyed it. After that, it's main event time, uh, which is going to be Justin Incredible and Lance Storm. The Impact Players. Being Thank called you. the Impact Players with Don Marie oh, versus oh, Jerry Lynn. Don Marie. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Who is just literally wearing a bra and a short skirt. <laughs> and that's Hence it. Hence the... Yeah. Uh, and uh, versus Jerry Lynn and RVD. So the story behind this match is Jerry Lynn was able to handpick his uh, partner for the match. And he picked RVD because he uh, uh, wants to be RVD. He wants to be the new fucking show, uh, which is what he was calling himself. And RVD yes. and him, the whole story in this, going into this match was can RVD and Jerry Lynn get along also i want to give credit to the impact players as one of the most underrated tag teams of all time Ooh, so good every they were great i forgot watching this mech i knew how well how how good jerry lynn and how good um lance storm and, and how good rvd were i kind of forgot how good just incredible was till i watched he, this he match was, they, he was really good him and lance storm incredible. were so good yes Lance Storm is hated by this crowd, and of course RVD is is the hero. I, I I legitimately don't know that I've seen uh, any competitor outside of like the top tier icons who have been able to work a crowd and have a like a legegitimate bond with a crowd quite like RVD. He also oh had four twenty written across the singlet several he said, times. He said, "Yeah, it says." Uh, 420 smoking your ass yeah. is what it says. Uh, the singlet said that? Yeah, yeah. 420 oh, smoking wow. your ass. Uh, I just think the, the 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 real connection he had with the crowd and just how appreciative he seemed of them, uh, even in WWE, but there is something about that ECW just laid magic, back, you know? And, uh, man, the crowd just loved him. It was really nice to see. Just Well, and he was like the prodigy. He was the man. He was the young prodigy yeah. of ECW. Also, uh, you forgot who was accompanying RVD and Jerry Lynn. I'm sorry, Bill Alfonso. I, I should have known. Hey, who's hotter, who's hotter to you, Bill Alfonso or Don Marie? <laughs> Fonzie Bill every day, Alfonso, buddy. come on. Fonzie every day, baby. Yeah, uh, so yeah, the crowd's rabid for RVD. Of course, you get Alfonso. Is there a promo before the match? Because if there was, I forgot to write it down. There was just lots of taunting. Yeah, uh, Bill Alfonso gets... Uh, 
uh, shoved by RVD at one point. He like puts the title on him and just like shoves him out of the way. Yep. Uh, I, I love that relationship between them and his whistle just going. Uh, off. So eventually we do start the match. I know the whole match. The whistle was going Fonzie off. Fonzie whistles with every Jerry Lynn chop here. Yeah, so uh, Jerry Lynn and Justin Credible kick the action off as a collar and elbow, uh, which backs Lynn into the corner. This chops for Credible. Lynn gets his own back end tombstone reversal sequence here. Each man's going for the tombstone. They reverse it kind of like flippy style several times. Uh, and then there's a pile driver reversed into a credible back body drop. Uh, he misses the elbow drop uh, and then credible skins the cat up to the top turnbuckle, but then gets taken out by Lynn. Credible gets sent outside the, uh, by, and then he takes out storm on his way down. Uh, and then RVD and storm are tagged in. And, uh, this was awesome. There's a really solid technical exchange here between RVD. There's shoulder blocks, monkey flips, uh, a lot of locks and counters and toe holds. And this was Excellent. Yeah, amazing Excellent. Matt wrestling. Didn't Justin leave? Like, didn't he tag out because RVD tagged in? Yeah, yes. so he which, wanted to go after Credible. RVD wanted Justin Credible, but once he came in, Lance Storm which elicited which, which elicited a just a pussy chant. Yes. Uh, for thank Justin you for, Credible. Yes, thank yep. you. Um, I thought the sequence when uh, they first got tagged in was absolutely incredible. I love this. Was this was so fun. Uh, yes. There's a single leg Boston Crab by Storm. RVD uh, tries for an Enziguri after that, but misses. Gets it the second try. Uh, the cl- it's classic RVD spot, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see wrestlers do it today. Well, the Enziguri and then the, yeah, the, the sidekick, yeah. Yep. Uh, gets it the second try. Lynn comes in, gets chopped uh, in the corner, and then breaks free. There's an abdominal stretch into a neckbreaker on the rope by Lynn that I thought was really well done because I was like, oh, great, an abdominal stretch. And then he just, nope, I'm turning it into something else. Hell yeah. Uh, and there's a Lynn roll for a near fall. And then uh, Justin Credible, sorry, uh, Kendo's Lynn in the face while the ref has his back turned. In like, the face. Hard, too. In the face. And uh, it sounded great. It looked very painful. Uh, Credible comes in. He works over Lynn in the corner. There's a running knee with a chair. Uh, right to Lynn in the corner. The chair's kind of like resting on him. And there's a sit-out powerbomb for credible, just incredible near fall. They trade chops. Storm is in. So there's a storm drop kick. And then a suplex into a sunset flip for uh, Lynn near fall. So uh, um, Storm went for the, the suplex and then it kind of got countered into like a modified sunset flip uh, roll-up that I really enjoyed. This whole match was just like... Incredible. Such, so good. It was it, it just was incredible. Mm. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm glad you caught on to that. And then there's dueling roll-ups here at this point. And there's a low-blow super kick combo for a storm near fall. And then Credible comes back in. And then Lin uh, gets is briefly outside for a moment to catch his breath. He does come back in. And then he eats an Outsider's Edge by Justin Credible for a near fall. That was awesome. He, which they called by name, the Outsider's Edge. And even credited Scott Hall for the move. Yes. And then Storm comes back in. He sets up a chair like in the corner, like in, in between the second I and third this. rope. Uh, and no, then Sto- no, on the top rope. Oh, on the top rope. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then so Storm gets sent into the corner. He avoids the chair, grabs it, tries for a flying crossbody, and then Lin kicks it, uh, does a spin kick, and kicks the chair right into uh, Storm's head, a la RVD. Well, Storm sprints at the corner, yeah. jumps up like straight vert from the mat to the top rope, grabs the chair simultaneously, and then tries to springboard and hit Jerry with the with the chair, and then a drop kick. And that was sick. It was awesome. And then both men are dead at this point. Uh, Credible comes in before Lynn can get the tag. Uh, and then there's a Credible DDT. It eats a DDT onto a chair by Lynn, which does allow him to get the tag. And RVD and Storm are in at this point. Uh, there's a Tiger Facebuster spin kick by RVD. And then a top rope sidekick to Storm. Uh, just, again, just this whole match was just, there was like not a dull spot in this nope. match. Uh, uh, there's an atomic drop here. Alfonso uh, stealthily. <laughs> I love this. Dude. So Alfonso like stealthily tries to drop a chair in the ring. And then rolls. <laughs> and he like does like a front somersault yeah. roll out of the ring. He tactically like dives, <laughs> drops the chair with the same it dive. Was hilarious. And just rolls so uh, quick. So then RVD. Ultimate like, manager. RVD does like a springboard moonsault, lands on his feet to grab the chair. Seems like a little bit of extra Yeah, for effort, no maybe. reason. For no reason. 
<laughs> and then he takes out Storm with the chair. And then Storm is outside. There's a diving kick to Storm on the guardrail with Alfonso holding the chair under the head. So uh, Storm's kind of teetering on the guardrail. Alfonso's holding the chair and then the okay. kick. Goat manager, I'm just saying. I know, I know. Uh there's a fight outside at this point between Lynn and Credible, and then uh, there's a slingshot leg drop that misses, and then he hits just after that, though, and that him is Credible. And then Alfonso grabs a table outside while there's a fight going on in the ring, and he sets it up so one ends on the apron, one ends on the guardrail, so it's kind of just hanging out there, uh, waiting to be used. Uh, nope. Yes, uh, so then Storm... <laughs> This was pretty pretty uh, projected, I think. You kind of see what telegraphed is the word I'm looking for. Yep. Uh, so the table's fully set up now, and then Storm, Lance Storm sets up a chair in the ring in a very precarious position. Uh, RVD drop toe holds him onto it, and then RVD goes up for the uh, frog splash as Justin Credible's laid out on the table, and Afonso's and holding, holding them him there. Uh, but of course, Sabu runs in. The chair is perfectly placed. Yep. I think we all saw it coming. He runs in, leaps off the chair, and puts uh, Credible through the table. Uh, RVD doesn't really care for that too much, but he forgets about it quickly. Goes for this frog splash uh, onto Storm, who's pinning Lin. Who's pinning Lin? Uh, the ref's not counting though. <laughs> and then uh, uh, does Storm roll away or does yes. he get pulled away? So he rolls away, and then accidentally RVD uh, lands the frog splash onto. Um, Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn. Who no-sells this motherfucker. Yeah, it leads directly to your fall. Then he gets right back up, and he power dri- pile driver storm uh, for the pinfall. Jerry Lynn gets the pinfall. Driver, yeah. And I love this match. I give it 4.4 stars. 4.4? Yeah. This is a great match. Uh, it was so good. It, from front to back, from the beginning to the end, there was not one second of dull activity in this match. Every It was just balls to the wall. Uh, action the whole time and it was great I gave it three and three quarters but I'm considering you know I might have to watch it again and bump it up to four it was it was really entertaining I really liked everything about it so I guess I'll give it a four Um, I moved it up yep it was really good I really liked it it was the best match of the night oh definitely I was in the same boat as you Kyle Um, well I I was like that match was incredible I want to give it a four but this is like prime ECW should it like you know classics deserve fours but this i had to do it like this match was so good it was like the quintessential ecw main event um so much talent in action prime rvd prime just incredible prime jerry lynn prime landstorm like yeah. all the they put on a clinic it was a wrestling clinic an incredible show um the sabu <laughs> that was so ridiculous to me like Sabu just needing to have a spot. Yeah. So like he runs in and just steals the the table bump. Yeah. Well, I once once and then Lance like, Storm said okay. that up, I was like, I wonder where this is going. Yeah. Well, it's just like okay, and then business proceeded on as usual. Um, and then yeah, that is more or less how we go off the air. Uh, there are some replay segments after that. Which, by the way, they totally replayed the fucking sign bump on uh, <laughs> Spike Dudley, and so I got to laugh Bill, one yeah, more time. Yeah. Uh, overall, I thought this was an extremely enjoyable show. Um. Yeah, I thought it was a classic. Uh, it was it was really fun to kind of just really uh, dive into the world of ECW and watch a show from front to back. Um, I have a few minor things that that I voiced throughout the show that were issues, but it wasn't enough to really drag it down on a whole. I gave the show an A minus. I thought it was great. Holy crap! I just gave it a B. I, like a, it was a strong B, almost B plus level. It was a great show. I I really enjoyed it. There wasn't a lot that stood out as great, but there was nothing that was bad. No, I agree with that. I think the last match was great, and I think the the ECW championship match was on its way to being great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess uh, yeah, I the main just, event was great. I think but, the reason I, the, I gave the great I did was because there wasn't really that much I could knock it for, you know? Yeah, I feel you. But that's not always a reason. I mean, an A- is like yeah. prestigious. So I gave it a B. I, I gave mine a B plus. 
Um, and, nice. and, and it's like lower end B plus. It's like high B, but I'm going to give it a B plus. Um, so like a B plus minus. It, <laughs> Don't do this. Not again. Uh, B plus. Um, it was incredible. Uh, you got to see all of the stars, especially for 99 ECW. Yeah. Um, there were a couple people. They didn't use Rhino. I thought that they really should have used Rhino. because he, he was looked, involved a he lot. Looked, yes, but like he never got a gore off, I no, don't think. No, he and never he looked, took a bump he looked like He looked terrifying here. I they know. made Rhino look terrifying. I also didn't get to say this, really, but the you never, ever, ever have seen the Dudley Boys this heel. And, oh, no way. And, yeah, and they this, were they were incredible. They were yeah. so visceral with how they, they did their heel stuff. For sure. Um, just top to bottom was fantastic. There were a couple like weird, like, uh, whatever. But it was it's ECW, man. It's yep. cheesy. Yep. It had low production value. And it was fucking phenomenal. I loved it. Um, so that was it. That was ECW Heat Wave. Watch 99. this, man. Watch, watch this show. Sure I highly watch. recommend it. Uh, it. It's two hours and 30 minutes or so. But the last like six minutes of it is just replays. Uh, so just really, don't watch it with your kids. You're looking, yeah, right. don't watch it with your kids, but it, it, it goes by quick. It's definitely worth a watch. Uh, you know what else I think is going to be worth a watch is, is our live stream of the post TLC show. TLC 2018. We got Dean Ambrose. We got Seth Rollins. We got a triple threat women's TLC between Becky Lynch, this is Charlotte, looking and like Oscar. It could be a pretty solid show. We got the guitar on a pole match between Elias and uh, Bobby Lashley. We have the, Charlotte. The or no, we already did the Charlotte Flair. Yeah. We have Natalia versus Ruby Riot. We have say, Nia Jax versus say, Ronda Rousey. We have. Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander. We have uh, the Bar versus the New Day. We have AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. This is going to be, gonna be lit. Yes. Mm. So we hope you'll join us, and thank you for listening. We Bye. love you. Boys.